What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey. Oh, God. You know what that sound means. It's time to play What's Nick Drinking? I'm drinking a Nicola. Nicola. Coconut Cola LaCroix. Did you get it because it says your name? No, I actually don't like them very much. Uh, Lyra does, but I'm out of the things I like. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Nick. That's okay. It'll get better. Did that sound we'll go to We'll go to Costco one of these days. Uh, I really want to go to Costco one of these days myself. We almost went yesterday, but we both took naps instead. Ah, I love a nap. Yo, you know what you'd love? A dog party. And that's what's going on at my house right now. What? Oh, yeah. We got a fucking dog friend over for the evening. Well, why didn't you invite me an ace? Celebrity dog, Mrs. Roper. Uh, inform me who that is. It's Will and Julia's dog. Oh, oh that dog's cute. I've seen mm-hmm. pics of that dog. Mm-hmm. That dog is cute. Yeah. And why is Mrs. Roper over? Because Will and Julia, Will Miles and Julia Rossi had a baby. And uh, their life is fucking chaos. And they're oh going God. somewhere and they don't want their goddamn dog to come. Their dog tried to eat the baby. 
Also, um, I hate Cheetah and Mrs. Roper are very close friends and have overnighted many times together. Mm, I love romance. Well, yeah, I mean, they're both girls, but that doesn't mean nothing, you know? That's mm. probably more likely to have romance. I love romance. Because men don't know how to be romantic. Am I right, ladies? Ladies! Ladies who love ladies. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me give you a little... Uh, hey, hello. ladies! Oh, la, la. Oh, wow. la, la. Them's the French ladies. Did I remember how I told you I wanted to get like a ghost sound effect for whenever we see any of like the engineer or the first mate or the other engineer? I got uh, it. Oh, sure. No, I mean, I don't remember, but the amount of things you say, you know, I can't be. There's a ghost and it's. You like that? My God. I mean, yeah, it freaked me out. Yeah, right? Hey, you're Look, trembling. that is not okay. I'm, Nick. I'm, I'm, I peed. Nick, you're trembling. Oh, no. This was I'm not so the idea. I was just trying to do it as a bit. I wasn't trying to scare you. You say you're cold? I'm oh, so no. Cold. I would think that the pee would warm you up a little. No, the pee was ice cold. Okay, okay. well, that's a medical problem. My blood ran cold. It's funny because I remember when we would uh, scuba, not scuba, I never got scuba dived official, but I would go to Catalina and we would snorkel. We'd put on wetsuits and we were all about peeing in our wetsuits, baby. Heat up. Gotta pee in the wetsuit, baby. Yep, queen. Pee it up. All right. Um, don't pee in your clothes. That's just a tip from <laughs> well, me. Well, wetsuit, it's fine because you're in no, the water. And no, the no, pee, no. That just means the pee warms you up. You're in the water. It doesn't mean you got to produce your own water. Boat facts. Also, pee in pee your wetsuit. The, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is not a boat fact. That is not canon. <laughs> All right. I have big news. Yeah, right. I was able to get two. Is it good for me? Yes, I was able oh, okay. to get two shows worth of notes in five pages. What the fuck? You know, the only things I that I think are good impressed. news are money for me. Oh, shut up. I thought okay. it was going to involve money. I have good news. Um, oh, great. By getting two pages, or getting uh, two episodes down to five pages, you won the lotto. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm gonna need to look into that before I get <laughs> right. too excited. All right, fine. Drink your Nicola. All right, guys, we are talking below deck Mediterranean season oh, five. What? I'm just excited. We were oh. talking below deck. <laughs> okay, well, that was concerning for myself. I thought something happened to you, like you spilled your Nicola on yourself. What do you think about my mustache? I think it looks better than it ever has. Yeah, it looks pretty full. Thanks. Have you been dying? What do you mean? It? I mean, have I been dying it? I don't know. What do you want me to the say? Fuck it looks out of the here. same as yesterday or whatever yeah, day. I'm dying my mustache, yeah, I you don't freak. Know. I don't know. Maybe you're coloring it with a marker. How do I know? The fuck? What the fuck? No, it's not a, it's not a freaking craft project. It's my face. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, okay, we're talking Below Deck Season 5, Episode 7. Now, do you think... I trimmed it, okay? I trimmed it with oh. my little mustache scissors. Oh, that's sweet. You get those, what'd you get? Little mustache scissors. Um, I got them at Sally's. <gasps> I got them at Sally's. 
Love that song. <laughs> I love that song. Oh, man. I get a lot of residuals from that. Um, yeah. Anyway, they have a little pelican on them, and they're really cute. Hell yeah, the pelican brief. Um, I have a wow. question for you. Since we're starting episode seven, yeah. do you think we are going to have a good seven, eight, and nine in this season? Or do you think it'll go on later because the season's so long? Well, since we are covering seven and eight today, obviously I've seen them in their fire. <laughs> so seven, eight, and nine is dope. And do I think it's going to continue? Ah, uh, fuck yeah. Because guess what? A lot of people who are about to leave have not left yet. And which means there's nothing to happen but more fire episodes extending till I don't fucking know when. The number of bombshells that keep coming out this season. Mm -hmm. It's remarkable. Also, do you know what episode Pete get, gets pulled back? Because it looks like in episode eight, Pete's got a bit of a reduction. I think... Did you notice he didn't have a storyline? He hasn't had a storyline since he got demoted. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, right. the demotion storyline, but um, he's not really happening in, in 7 and 8. That's a... Yeah, that's interesting. So it looks like... Hmm... And still no Alex. You know, he still doesn't have a fucking storyline. Well, his only storyline is he's got a crush on uh, on Bugs Bunny, but sh that was only that one episode that they even talked about it so far. So on June 23rd, it was June confirmed 23rd. that Pete's appearance will be minimized in wow. the back half of the season. That was a while ago. So That was yeah. certainly 10 episodes. Yeah, you think so? So yeah, I think probably maybe starting around now, they're kind of minimizing him a little. Yeah, it has to be. I know. I mean, it's noticeable because he was a big character because he's the dumbest person on the boat. And that person always gets lots of storylines. Yeah. Dumb, but confident. I mean, he's like a Will Ferrell character. That's uh -huh. what Will Ferrell described as the perfect comedic character or whatever. Mm. And he's not wrong. what he plays. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that in the next few episodes, we're just, see the thing is, but they say minimize, but I think they cut mm -hmm. him out completely. The next time you see Will, will you ask him if he thinks Pete is the perfect comic character? And then if he says, I don't know, Pete, say below deck season five, you idiot. And then um, if he's like, what? Be like, watch it now. And then stand there while he watches the entire season. So season, no, actually, yeah, it looks like, because on July 20th is when episode eight dropped. That's the next episode. So I think starting next episode, or even maybe the episode nine, nine is when he starts to get minimized, I believe. Because that's July 27th when that dropped. So I think uh, we're going to lose Pete very soon. Yeah. Well, we lost him. <sighs> All right. Interesting. He's dead. All right. Well, let's start talking about this show. So Much we, like a lot of innocent lives in Louisville tonight, Pete's dead. Okay. So we continue with Jess having smashed her finger in the door, and she's crying, and she says it feels like it snapped. And Bugs tells Captain Sandy, and Captain Sandy's like, send her straight to the hospital to have it checked out. 
Nasty Ass P says he's stressed and needs a release, which is so unnecessary. Even like Malia's like, ew, why would you say that? Even Malia is grossed out. And this girl runs through them, boys. Oh, well, I just think like, why would you say that to your bosun? Well, I guess he hasn't been called out for being a full creep a leak yet. So um, it's the next charter meeting with Hannah, Kiko, Malia, and Captain Sandy. We learn real estate mogul Bernardo from Miami is coming. Were you able to get his likes and dislikes? Oh, fuck. Yeah, Bernardo? Let me see. Um, it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do so many things in my day, you know. It's hard to... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Bernardo. 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 Location. <laughs> Mijami, Florida. Mijami? Yeah, they're actually, um, they're doing them different now. There's, they're bigger font, interestingly enough, and less, less content. Well, I sent a note in saying, Nick is blind. Yeah, no, they got it. They said, this is for you, Nick, on the the top. Mm. Real estate mogul Bernardo has put together a fabulous group of Miami's most elite entrepreneurs. Oh, I lost the picture. (laughs) Oh, you gotta love the iPhone. (laughs) It seems I'm going the wrong way. (laughs) What is going on? All right. Okay. Elite entrepreneurs, models, and designers to celebrate Giancarlo's birthday. Giancarlo, a Puerto Rican native, is a neurosurgeon who travels extensively around the world. He's a neurosurgeon? Yeah, cracking open brains. The old guy, I assume. Joining them is their best friend, Lima. No, Giancarlo was the young guy. Irma. It was his birthday. Giancarlo. A realtor... um, uh, who's originally from Mexico and has uh, something... Uh, it's hard to read down here. Irma's husband, Victor, oh, that must be the old guy, is an accomplished entrepreneur with who owns a number of businesses. And then the other guy are designers and a friend who I guess does nothing. It's so funny to list all these people. And then the last guy is like, yeah, he's my friend. Edwin's uh, just a friend. He's got nothing to offer. He's just a friend. No. Not as successful as the rest. Just a friend. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, these people are fucking hot as shit, dude. They are. They're like the beautiful people of Miami. Yeah. These are the people that Marilyn Manson was singing about. Be- beautiful. Yeah. So, um, The beautiful yeah. people. The beautiful people. They're all, they're all <laughs> models, rich folk, blah, blah, blah. Giancarlo's birthday. He likes carrot cake or some bullshit. One vegan is coming and Kiko says that it's, or no, two vegans are coming. But one's gluten and dairy-free vegan. But it's like, yeah, of course you're dairy-free. You're vegan. But a gluten-free vegan, tough gig. Kiko says it's not ideal for him because he always misses the protein. He's from Brazil. He likes meat. And I, I agree. Have you ever been to those Brazilian steakhouses? Yeah. Wow, wow, wee, wow. Delish. <sighs> Fuck yeah. So good. Yeah, and they want a surprise birthday dinner with a mariachi band. Had chicken hearts at one. Wow. Chicken hearts. Those are vegan, right? Uh-huh. 
Okay. The heart is vegan because mm. it's made of love. Right. And that is what I've read everywhere I've ever been on the internet. So Every site says every that? Every site says chicken hearts are vegan. As, what is his name? Glenn would say vegan? Sorry, vegan? vegan? Yeah. Like Vegas. Yeah. So Jess comes back. We learn that her finger is fractured. And she says she really hopes to keep her job. And she shows Hannah... And then she says that, like, well, you know, when I got my boobs done, I was able to work. And I'm like, what? What? I'm sorry, what? You were able to work with, a, like, a fresh boob job? That's wild. She's a strong lady. Oh, whatever. You don't have to be impressed by her boob job story. But she worked at— Just to be a good feminist. No, no, no. Do you understand how painful that type of surgery is? Like, they cut your chest open. Oh, please. It's elective. I'm not going to give her anything. You're right. It's elective, but there's no pain in elective surgeries. That's what I was missing. Wow, congrats. You cut your tits open and then continued to work. That's wild. Look, I could do it. I'm worried about you. Cut my dick open and I'll fucking- No, no, no. I'm worried about you. We're not going to- I will come to work and we will record an episode. My dick just fucking open. There's no way. Okay. I'm There's sorry I said any of that. Just no way. There's no way it was appropriate. No, I just don't think you would be able to work with your. Oh, dick I would. Yeah, open. I could. I could. I wouldn't. I would though. I could. Yeah, you could. You I could. wouldn't, but I could. No, you just couldn't. So, uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's pretty wild. And Hannah's like, "Well, go tell Captain Sandy. Uh, see if she's cool with you working with a fractured finger." And Captain Sandy's like, yeah, I need to talk to Hannah. Um, we may need to bring someone else in to replace you because we need a third stew with two hands. But we'll do this charter with you. And Jess is like, I will prove to you that I don't I don't even need this hand. And I'm like, good luck, queen. I also hope you get to stay because, like, who will Rob tell his, like, terrible jokes to? The wall? Probably. Hopefully me. Hopefully me. I'm always down to hear some of Rob's hilarious jokes, dude. That guy's fucking hilarious. I love his, I love deadpan. You know, I love it when a guy tells a joke and it's like it also almost doesn't even seem like he gets it. Nick. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, Rob. Is that you? Yes. Oh, hi. Hey, man. You got one of your jokes? Why was the skeleton afraid of the storm? Hmm. Wow. Uh, why? He didn't have any. Guts. Uh, yeah, because he would get blown away. No, he did not have guts. So he was <laughs> yeah. afraid. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I get it. There wasn't too... I was looking for another meaning. But yeah, that's good. Wait. I liked it. Wait. What? I have another. Oh, okay, good. I was hoping. Why did the math book look so sad? Um, uh, shoot, man. I guess I I don't know. Because of all its problems. (laughs) Math problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, do you Uh, get it? Very good. What? Nick, can you give me one more? I just feel like we haven't hit it yet. But you got that last one? No, I got it. Yeah, math problems. You said it, too, like, to reiterate. You said it again. <laughs> okay. What did one plate 
whisper to the other plate. Oh, I like this. I like this. It reminds me of Beauty of the Beast. Uh, what did one plate whisper to the other plate? Dinner is on me. <laughs> there it is. Oh, man, Rob. One out of three. You killed it. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. That means a lot. Well, it's good to see you. Uh, bye. I'm a very sensitive guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's just why I'm really hoping you'll just leave. Oh. I mean, no, no. Did you hear that? <laughs> I was talking to the someone on the phone. Your energy has disrupted my being. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for me either. Okay, bye. All right. Well, I'll see you later, bud. Don't you head out. Yeah, no, I left. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, I'm back. That was weird. So um, he should. He really people keep writing in. in saying that stuff's their favorite. He really shouldn't come into the bilge. That's just. I know favorite. none of this is aired, but people love it. <laughs> none of this is aired. <laughs> so um, Bugs pulls Malia aside and basically tells her all the creepy shit Pete has said to her, and she's like, "Yeah." Well, you got to talk, you got to talk to Captain Sandy Bugs. You got to tell Captain Sandy this. So she's like, yeah, you're right. We're two troublemakers. And Kiko says he is scared for this charter because one guest is dairy and gluten-free and the other guest is dairy, gluten-free and vegan. And he says, when you're not confident when you're cooking, that's when you mess up. And boy, does that foreshadow the next 10 years on this boat. For mm-hmm. Kiko. I mean, it might feel like three episodes, but for him, I'm sure time is moving so slowly. Because, you know, when you're really stressed out and you're, like, losing it and time moves, like, a millisecond a year? No, I very rarely get stressed. I'm very even keel, so I don't—I never get—I'm not, like, a freak-out guy like Kiko. Freako Kiko. That's what they used to call <laughs> him. Freako Kiko. Oh, no. So uh, Captain Sandy tells Hannah that she's going to leave the Jess situation up to her. Tells her to let her know when she wants Jess replaced. And Hannah's like, what the fuck? And Hannah and Kiko take a smoke break to discuss their problems. And Hannah's like, I don't want to be the one that has to fire Jess. Like, that's fucked up. And she also doesn't want to risk getting another Lara or another kind of Bugs type. And then Kiko's like, yeah, Bugs is very, like, chatty. And they agree that she talks... Too much. Mm, and I that's think that's rude. Well, she's a chatty Kathy, which is fine. Just, she can't even pronounce Kathy. It's just we chefs, chefs like silence. That's what I'm learning from this show. They don't like you mm-hmm. being chatty Kathy's in the background while they're trying to cook. What they love is when the captain watches well, and when guests come in to yeah. critique them. God forbid you sneeze while a chef is plating. That's one thing I've learned. Don't. Oh yeah, that's where I got this. Oh my god, what is that? It's a gash. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Bye. Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And we're back. We sewed up Nick. He had a giant gash. It's all good. It's only bleeding a little bit still. Mm -hmm. So after Kiko and Hannah talk, they all go to bed and it's the next day. Wow. So what are you implying that Frico Kiko and Hannah Banana had a little freaky banana, if you know what I mean? No, it feels like Hannah and Kiko have really created this bond where they're able to like talk and be open with each other. And like she's his, he is her buddy and she is his buddy and they need each other. Because she's pregnant and she needs his energy. They really have each other's backs. What you're saying is you think Hannah's baby is Kiko's? I did not say that. Wow, kicky. Very kinky. Oh, Kiko. Very kinko. What are you trying to do right here? I don't kinky? know, man. It just doesn't work if you can't put an N in it. Are you trying to say the baby's Kikoing? No, I'm saying their relationship is kinky, but also his name is Kiko. You understand? So what is kinky about having a child with someone? Let's say I'm David Letterman and I'm hosting the Oscars, right? And I would be like, Kiko, kinky, kinky, Kiko. And then I would spend the next 30 years making fun of that joke. I like this. I like this. David Letterman was a real inspiration. Yeah. So it's the next day. Hannah calls a pre-charter meeting with her stews, and they decide that Bugs really has to stay on service because Jess cannot be showing these guests her hand cast. It's not even a cast. They put one of those, like, metal finger cast things on and then, like, wrapped her hand all the way down. So it's pretty bulky. It's not exactly attractive, in my opinion. Whoa, why you got to talk about a woman's attractiveness? I'm talking about her hand cast is not On a woman, attractive. a woman's hand, which is even worse. Yeah, she gets she gets veins, okay? We all have veins. Hmm? No. Oh, now um, you're going to pretend like you weren't gaslighting me. That's what gaslighting is. No, no, Nick, you're not doing a podcast right now. Gaslighter. No. So, yeah, Bugs has to stay on service, and Jess will be in laundry. And Hannah says she's going to let Bugs pick up the slack and manage Jess a little because Hannah has enough on her plate. And I'm like, Hannah, don't do that. This is going to be your downfall if you let her do that because you do not want Bugs throwing you under the bus. Okay? Yeah. Not a good vibe. So um, Bugs tells Captain Sandy about the creepy language from Pete. And like the weird shock factor shit he'd say like, I, I've been fucking some... Dick, cock, hop, and stews, or whatever the fuck he says. Mm, mm-hmm. And she does say it feels a little threatening. And she's worried Back for Back with another one of those cock, hop, and stews. 
Did you feel like it was threatening? Maybe it was. I don't know. Yes, it's threatening. Stop saying shit like that. A, don't say shit like that. B, feel some energy, man. If you're not getting anything, if someone is physically repulsive and is using words like gross, well, then shut the fuck up, dude. You are making people feel uncomfortable. It happens every single day to every single woman. And it sucks. And this guy needs to be made and a fucking example of because it's so obvious how she feels about you. She's not fucking flirting. And then in the last episode, he was talking about how Bugs is flirty. She's never once flirted with you. She's only said you were gross and asked you to stop staring at her. You fucking asshole should be fired. Yeah. I agree. I feel like my perspective is I just can't help but see him as a joke. So it's hard for me to see how threatening he really is. But I agree. He Everything he says is to be like, I'll fuck you. And it's like, ew. Ew. With gr- that being said, he has taken his punishment as, about as well as anyone could have. And he made right. all the adjustments by completely shutting everything down yeah and uh that's should be commended yeah well so you know they didn't fire him and they gave him a second chance and it looks like he's taken that second chance to learn and grow and immediately act correctly Mm -hmm. well yeah that's good yeah. So Bugs basically says it's a little threatening and she's worried about the safety of the girls in such close quarters. And Captain Sandy takes that very seriously and immediately calls Pete and calls him out. And is and he's like, yeah, uh, I, may, I may have said things I shouldn't have. I am a creep. I probably should, was too open and I won't do that anymore. Captain Sandy tells him to get his shit together because she's considering leaving him on the dock. And he's like, I understand. And I will. It's very uh, militaristic. He's just... To the point. And then next, Malia speaks to Pete and then fires him as her lead deckhand. He's been demoted because he's a creep. And Malia says, you know, but she basically is making an example out of him. I mean, like, you can't act like that on this boat and think you're going to get ahead. And she lets Alex and Rob know as well. And Rob says, I agree with this. You're doing the right thing. The energy of this boat will change. Pete pulls Bugs aside to apologize for his behavior, and she accepts and tells him to not find her friendliness as flirting. And she says she's giving everyone second chances right now, even Pete's gross ass. She doesn't say that, but that's my ad-libbing. So the guests are arriving now that the Pete garbage has been cleared, and they're very fancy. Oh, they're very fancy. Very fancy. They wear like matching flowy tops and bottoms. Every one of them, the men and the women, all wear matching mm-hmm. flowy tops and bottoms and hats. And they look great. They look lovely. They all have like round rimmed sunnies. It's just fab. Would you like to look like them? Uh, I don't know if I could pull that but, off. But while putting in the exact amount of work you do now. Oh, <sighs> I mean, sure. Would I like to look better for no work? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, I okay, mean, good. Yeah. I, a lot of people would say yes to that, I think. Yeah, I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would rather look like the shit I, I do every day. I think this is ideal for me. <laughs> I think the more grubby I look with the right amount of effort I put in, which is absolutely none, that's where yeah. I should stay. Nah, but you look great. 
I don't deserve such fabulosity for such zero effort. And Hannah's like, I really hope they don't expect me to speak Spanish because I speak zero Spanish. And I'm like, that's fine. They are an international group of jet setters. International group. That's all I had. Mm -hmm, Thank you. Sorry about it. You know what they feel like? They feel like they live in like a Pitbull song. Yeah. They're just like international. They're globetrotters. They live their best lives. They got matching outfits. Wide brimmed hats with feathers in them. Yeah. Another round. End of the night is going down. Uh, That's all I could get. Mm. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. So Malia has given Alex the lead deckhand role. Right? She basically said he was the lead deckhand now, right? She did? I don't know if she said it directly, but it sounds like she was giving him more responsibility. Yeah, well, she didn't make an announcement of anything. Right. Well, maybe she didn't. But she's basically, he's he, now he the ain't top dog. No pay bump. He's now the top dog, officially. Does the lead deckhand get more money? I don't know. It doesn't feel like they get paid anything because of the reason they get tipped. Like they get paid very little because they get tipped. Yeah, I heard the captains actually have to pay to get on the boat. The person who gets paid the most is Jess. Because the more you yacht, the less you get paid over time. It's like porn. Because you just get older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's all like tiered. So like the more knowledge your job requires, it's like anything. What am I even talking about? It's like any job. Yeah, I was I, I was like wondering how if you were about to start explaining how work works. <laughs> how a fucking yeah, I'm an idiot. So anyway, <laughs> one guest is asking for vodka, but they want the juice separately so they can try it. And I think it's Giancarlo, and he says juice in Europe is disgusting. Is that true? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't even. Ugh, I preferred the tap water. Is juice in, in Europe? Europe I would gross? never have fresh. Uh, you, well, you know, you've probably seen photos of France and all of its gross fruit. You know, Italy, it's known for bad fruit. You understand? Uh, okay, no, I, I just found an article about. from 2017 that says European juice industry in grave danger, says French juicer. Oh my God, for real? What the fuck? In Eastern Europe, we don't prefer to eat garbage. What does that have to do with anything? I don't I don't get what this juice Europe situation is. If you guys know what the deal is with juice in Europe, please tweet at us because I, I don't understand all this drama over juice. And Giancarlo is like, you bring me bad juice, I spit in your eyes with it. Citrus will burn your eyeballs off. Don't you fucking tempt me. And we're all like, okay, you guys are pretty high maintenance already. Uh, And they are. They have got, oh, they got some requests, queen. Pete tells Alex to watch out for professional Pete. He's like, this is a side you haven't seen yet. I'm now, since I've been called out for being the biggest creep in the world, I'm no longer party Pete. I'm now professional Pete. And you guys are going to pay me (laughs) my original rate to do a good job and not give anybody a heart attack. 
Yeah, I think it's weird. Like, you should always start out with professional you. And then after people mm-hmm. get to know you and see that you're a good guy and a good worker, then you can go into, like, party Oh, you. I guess at this job, I need to be professional. Yeah, like, why would you come in so hot as party Pete when you had professional Pete in your back pocket the whole time? Yeah, professional Pete, that guy's going to get a raise. Party Pete, that guy's going to go to prison. Yeah, you, you should... You should that always. That guy's gonna have to walk around the neighborhood and introduce himself to all his neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, if if you're you you come in as professional Pete and you don't turn into party Pete until you get clear consent from every person around you saying, "Hey, I would like you right now to become party Pete." Consent. Yes. You know what? You, he should have started out as permission Pete. No, he should have started out as professional Pete, then went to permission Pete, and then mm, to party mm-hmm. Pete. Mm, okay, we got it. <sighs> Consent Pete. <laughs> hey guys, this is Consent Pete. It's permission Pete. That's the only way it works. It's all peas. Yeah. I know, but cons- if he had introduced himself at any point as Consent Pete, I would have lost my goddamn mind. Me too, because permission was right there. <laughs> but consent is a buzzword. So, um, oh, this is an interesting moment. Hannah asks Jess to unpack the guest's luggage for them, and Jess says, fuck me in response. And guess what? Hannah doesn't even blink an eye. Now, remember when Madison said, fuck me, when Jenna said something to her? And the way Jenna reacted on sailing? Uh, what? When Madison on sailing said, fuck me, and then Jenna uh-huh. lost her mind because that's how Madison responded to her. But on this, Jess said, fuck me as well. Hannah was like, yeah, fuck you. We got work to do. I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. You thought that was interesting? Yeah, because I was like, see, Jenna? Wow. Just fucking do your job. Like, your stews are still working even if they say, fuck me. They're still doing the job. Hmm. This is a fucking stressful environment. Let them say, fuck me, without creating an entire fucking tirade against them with your weird chef boyfriend who's so negative he should never come back to the show again. And thankfully, he won't. Okay. I feel so good to, like, suck the soul out of your brains. So, Rob Hmm. says, okay... Here we go. What? All right. Nick. What? Did we did you fart? Nick. Oh, Rob, yes. Ask me if I'm an apple. Okay. Uh hey Rob. Yes. Are you by any chance an apple? Yes. Oh no. good. Ask me if I'm an orange. Hey Rob. Yes. Are you an orange? No. I am an apple. The fuck? (laughs) You didn't hear that exchange with Alex and the crew mess? No. Oh, wow. Wow. You have got to be watching these things in detail. The amount of shit that Rob says and does on this boat. That is just pure nonsense. I did not see that. You did see that. It was just in the group mess. He just asks Alex that and then does that bit. And Alex is like, what? 
And then Malia laughs and then they move. And then Pete's just sitting in the corner so serious, like, like face not even moving to this bit. And that's the deck crew in a nutshell. So there's already some issues with lemons not coming with the provisions. And Kiko tells Hannah to open her eyes because Bugs was already coming for Hannah over lemons. And Hannah says that she's not surprised that Bugs already tried to throw her under the bus. And it's only her second charter. See, Kiko and Hannah, they have each other's backs. They're working strongly together. Too bad they're um, both going to be fired, so it's Yeah, yeah. This is not the team you want to be on right now. Uh, well, I just think I'm glad they have each other. Yeah, it's nice. You don't agree, do you? No, I don't. You don't agree that it's good they at least have each other? No, because one of them will be gone first, and then the other one will be their second, you know? All alone. And that's the problem with relationships in general, you know, someone always dies first. So wow. why, even, why even experience? That's love? the route you're taking right now. The someone will always leave you. And will always leave you. <laughs> and I guess I will always. Leave you. I mean, I would argue that's why you should never start a podcast with someone. <laughs> right? Tell them, Nick. Tell everyone you're leaving. Okay, guys. Um, I'm very excited to announce so oh, some bad news. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm out. And I will be replaced by Rob. Yes. All right. We'll be right back after these quick commercial break. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And we're back. And Anna will be replaced by Jaywow. Hi, Jaywow. It's me. Hello, Rob. Rob. Looks- it's nice to meet you. I was on a different scene. I can't get there. <laughs> Elephant bone. Elephant bone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Rob. That's how you find yourself. It's nice to meet elephant you. Yes. Bone. Hold yes. On, let me get elephant, elephant bone. Elephant bone. My mother. Elephant bone. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. Right. We don't have to do this. <laughs> Rob and J. Like Rob would drive J. Wow fucking insane, and Rob would never like the energy J. Wow was bringing. 
Yeah, Gina Joe's like, oh, did I ever tell you about the one time I had maggots in my brain? And the oh. doctor said he was only going to be able to get out 90% of them. So I currently have maggots in my brain. Oh, no. The energy has come down. Are you sure you want to continue this way? Actually, hold on. What's that? Would you like me to go get you to show you my elephant bone? No, no. Let me bring the energy back up. Oh, how? What kind of tree fits in your hand? Oh, well, have you ever heard of a tree called the elephant bone tree? (laughs) I can't. Elephant bone. I can't. Uh, it's um it's zimbabwean that's the tree um that is not the answer to this joke well what is your answer it's a palm tree Hmm. hello and you're south african yes that's the problem with our neighbors to the south that's not they're trying to be funny when what they should be doing is recounting horrors why Why is your energy so bad? Is this one of your jokes? No. <laughs> no, your energy That's is not funny. very bad. Okay. I have to Well, go. I've got to go back to work. Yes, I will be here. Bye. And that's just kind of a sense of what it would be like if Rob and Wow hosted this show. Wow. What a show. Well, I hope there's a spinoff. No. All right. Uh, where were we? Where were we? Where were we? So um, Hannah is finding Bugs over-enthusiasm with everything really annoying. And Malia thinks Pete's professional Pete act might be fake because he's being so chill with being demoted. And I'm like, dude, who cares if it's fake? Just go with it. Like, it's happening. And he's not bothering you. And he's not creeping on any women right now. So... Go with it until he proves to you it's fake. Guilty until proven guilty. So Kiko is struggling with the vegan cuisine a little, and he's not bringing much food out for the vegans for lunch. And they're still hungry. Uh, It's just one guy. I don't know. They're still hungry, but the rest of the guests do love the ceviche he made them for lunch. And the other guest is like, hey, can we get some more mushrooms? There's two vegans. It's just that one of them is gluten-free. Right. Okay. I think. I thought it was just one vegan, but one guest was gluten-free and dairy-free. Oh, and dairy-free. So not, I see, half vegan. Yeah. It's confusing. But then the vegan is also... Gluten-free. Gluten-free, which is... Yeah, dope. Tough. Yeah, so they asked for these more mushrooms, but there's like an issue with the mushrooms that they have left not being very good quality. So Kiko and Bugs are like, we can't serve this. So Kiko has to figure something else out for the guests. It's a bit of a struggle, but he ends up making him vegan gazpacho and the guest loves it. So that worked out. But now Kiko's back to struggling what to make the vegans for dinner now. You know, I I went uh, at a to a dinner party, you know, like a potluck with uh-huh. a, a vegan friend. And I brought over two dishes. They both had mushrooms in them. Mm-hmm. One of them was stuffed mushrooms. Another one was cauliflower soup, but also had some mushroom in it. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, when we got there, she declared she doesn't eat mushrooms and lamented Oof. the fact that people who eat meat always think that vegetarians want to eat mushrooms because it's very meaty. Huh. And uh, if you think I was insulted, you couldn't be more right. <laughs> Yikes, Samundo. And how did you, what did you say in that moment? I love you. I said, I love you then, and uh, we, have not, uh, we have not seen them since. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, they had also recently moved into their apartment and didn't have anything. Oh, and invited so- us over for a dinner party where we brought them food pretty much. That, And she kind of made food for herself And then we, I guess, just made food and brought it over there so us and her boyfriend could eat it. And then uh, that was it. But she didn't have like, they didn't have like plates and shit because they had just moved in. And there were so, at one point, it was just like, why on earth did we come over here? Like, you didn't have glasses. They didn't have ice. There wasn't anything that they were not ready. Oh, meanwhile, we have a full apartment. Yeah. Beautiful. Would love to have them over. And uh, I just, we made dinner and brought it over there and had trouble eating it. <laughs> Can you text me who this was? This feels yeah. like the beginning of the end for Kiko and you. Um, so Jess is struggling to button up her shirt because of her hand wraps. Almost everyone has basically had to help her button her shirts up and touch her fresh ass boobies. And the guests are ready for dinner and they're all dressed up, but Kiko's not ready for them to sit down because the mushrooms haven't been ordered or they haven't been delivered yet because they ordered more provisions. Um, and he's getting really nervous and he's like, you can't sit them down until the mushrooms arrive. And so they're like stalling and Bugs thinks Kiko's putting a lot of pressure on himself. So she's trying to help by distracting the guests by bringing them a bunch of drinks. But basically they're supposed to sit down at 930 and they don't sit down till about 10. But even after the mushrooms arrives, Kiko's like fucking up by not seeing the guests yet. And they don't sit until 10 p.m. And that's just not good. And Kiko says he feels like shit because of this mushroom thing was fucking with him all day. So he's moving slower than he would like to. And now Captain Sandy's concerned and not happy with the delay with dinner. But they like their first course so far. But then the main course is also running behind. And the guests, they don't even get the main course until 10.40 p.m. That's awful. And then the main primary's fish. But that's when you have dinner in Spain. Yeah, the main primary's fish is undercooked, Mm. which is a big no-no. Undercooked fish. So they have to bring it back to cook it more, and Kiko is devastated. So this is just better so than much undercooked chicken. Sure, but still undercooked, regardless for a main course, and it's the main primaries dish. That's not good. And some of the guests are still hungry at the end of dinner, so Kiko's on it, but he feels like shit still. And Hannah hopes he's ever able to pull himself out of this funk because he's the chef, and they really need him, and he is fucking up, dude. And it's like the yeah, more he done. fucks up it makes him fuck up even more. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. this cycle that he can't seem to break out of. And I just feel so bad for him because he's such a good guy. Uh, That's the end of the episode. And I could cry for him right now. Boat facts? Yeah, let's hear some boat facts with Nikki T's. Anna. 
Hi, I'm Anna. Anna, what is the origin of the phrase son of a gun? I don't know. My dad says it a lot. Wow. Did he come up with it? The phrase is found in a piece of comic verse from 1726. You, Apollo's son, you're a son of a gun made up with bamboozle. You directly I'll puzzle. I mean, that's good. Uh, The phrase potentially has its origin in a Royal Navy direction that pregnant women aboard smaller naval vessels give birth in the space between the broadside guns in order to keep the gangways and the crew decks clear. Admiral William Henry Smith wrote in his 1867 book, The Sailor's Word Book, son of a gun, an epithet conveying contempt in a slight degree and originally applied to boys born afloat when women were permitted to accompany their husbands to sea. One admiral declared he literally was thus cradled under the breast of a gun carriage. Alternatively, historian Brian Downing proposes that the phrase son of a gun originated from feudal knights' disdain for newly developed firearms and those who wielded them. You know, I guess he was a bit of a liberal. An American urban myth also proposes that the saying originated in a story from 1864, the American Medical Weekly, about a woman impregnated by a bullet that went through a soldier's testicles and into her womb. The story about the woman was a joke, written by Dr. Legrand G. Capers. What a name. Um, the, this myth was the subject of an episode of the television show Mythbusters, in which experiments showed the story implausible. But that's not all. I found a third one. Um, the most commonly repeated version in this strand is that British Navy used to allow women to live on naval ships. Any child born on board who had uncertain paternity would be listed in the ship's log as son of a gun. Hmm. As in son of a bitch. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, nautical phrases with Nikki T. That's today's boat facts. Back to you, Anchor. Thank you for the nautical facts with nautical tanks with Nikki Tank. Wow. What? Are, That's what? why I do it. Okay. I finished it perfectly. So we'll cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it has to stay because everyone needs to know I'm a dum dum. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That was Below Deck Season 5, Mediterranean Episode 7. Wow. What an ep. Next step. It's going to be a party, kind of, not really. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. That's Gmail. Hey, I have an idea. Leave us a five-star review. How fun would that be if you left us a five-star review? I would make us happy. And if you wanted, you could leave a boat fact. And as you can see, look, boat facts don't discriminate. As you can see, it could just be a nautical saying. Uh, the, the origins of that. Nick is Nick does not discriminate against any boat facts, so feel free to leave one on a five-star review. Uh, you can also check out our merch on Tee Public under Deckheads Pod, uh, also linked in all our bios. Check that out. Check out our shirts. We have some fun stuff up there. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We're out of here.
Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.